Welcome to Midweek Maidley. This is the midweek spin-off of the Living with Maidley podcast, where we discuss any comments and feedback that we've had, and we also announce next episode. Um, I'm joined by co-host Andrew McHaginson. How are you? I'm all right, Squire. How are you? Yeah, good, good. This is the midweek that follows up the 30 years of the Premier League, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Uh, we'll start. Tell you what, though, we'll start with Maidley. Because uh, obviously this okay. is where we get a bit of mainly news in. Don't think you've had a chance to watch Have I Got News for you, have you? You, you were a guest on Have I Got News. I, I was disappointed actually because I thought you were going to present it, but they got Gary Neville presenting, which were a bit odd really, seeing as Rich is a presenter. Yeah, uh, I know you were watching it and I was expecting you to be sending me loads of clips. Mm-hmm. And, but actually, I know once you finished it, you said, oh, I'm a bit disappointed actually, he didn't, he didn't do anything that mad. No, no, he, he's very knowledgeable again. He's got a lot of knowledge. Gary Neville at one point said, how do you know all this stuff? And he went, I just, I just read the papers, just read the papers. Uh, but he was fairly quiet. And Gary Neville were taking most of the, the brunt of the criticism yeah. about Benny Quisar, uh, mainly laid into Robbie Williams about and Black Eyed Peas uh, saying, why, why are they over there? Why, 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 are they, why are they doing it just for the money? Because uh, they're doing the World Cup pre, pre-show. Um, but he never lets you down. And the... This, I didn't see this after. Shout out to Eggy for telling me about this. Because the credits come on and I turned it over and I thought, well, there's not really much to talk about there. Fairly funny, but, you know. This happened after the credits. Just listen to this. Are you doing breakfast news tomorrow? No. Fuck me, man. Look at the time. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, mainly with... I mean, he obviously has got a good sense of humour. He's a funny bloke, so yeah, good, good to you. And uh, thanks to Matthew Plews, who's uh, sent us another Maidley clip in, which I've not, I've not seen myself actually. Uh, I'll just play this here as well. This is Richard Maidley on seatbelts. One of the reasons, for example, that we have a, a law that says you must wear a seatbelt is not just to protect the person wearing the belt. It's that if you don't wear a belt and you have a high-speed crash, you go through the windscreen, mm. you might hit somebody else. Yeah. I mean, actually, that can happen. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've not heard this one before, so he's. You're not just protecting yourself in the car, but you <laughs> mainly seems to be worried about you flying through the windscreen and hitting someone else. Yeah, I mean, that can happen. That can happen. So, Partridge, that can happen. Uh, but, yeah, just before we go to the Premier League stuff, um, shall we get a few few urban legends and things coming out about Niles House Party, which we did on episode three? Mm-hmm. Uh, David Reedy sent us in, did you hear the urban legend where Chris Evans was pleasuring himself during Baywatch? <laughs> With all the cameras in place for that night's N- uh, NTV. Yeah, so it, that ties in actually to something uh, John John sent us today as a message on Twitter, which I mean he's actually put. Not sure if this is real. I'm not sure if this is real. This is Noel cuts to a guy called Simon, and I mean if if this video is real, it can't be because it would have become much more famous. Simon is apparently uh, enjoying himself a bit too much. He's got his hand in his trousers. Um, <laughs> But he's got a big, massive, like, two-litre bottle of milk in the other hand. As well. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, Simon, but he appears to have been caught in the act. Uh, I don't know. Did I ever tell you about someone my mum worked with? This is horrible. Well, it's not horrible, but she used to... Apparently, there's a, there's a fetish for milk, people drinking right. milk in front of you. Um, and they, they 
not one out as you're drinking milk. And some of my mum used to work with many, many years ago. Used to get money, like cash in hand. Just she'd get blokes around to her house or she'd go around to their house or whatever. She'd just drink some milk. Someone had knocked one out in front of her and they'd pay her. I don't know how much what the rate was, but yeah. So easy money, isn't it? Trading back, trading back Farrah. So you think not only was Simon cut out, it could be milk fetish? Could be a milk, yeah. So that's just what it's reminding me of. We're not accusing him of that, but yeah. So there is money to be made out there. All these people who say, oh, I can't get a job. Just drink some mm. milk in front of a man. I mean, it could be a bit dangerous, but... Yeah, um, obviously, last week's... Uh, well, Saturday's, Saturday, Sunday's whenever it came out, um, podcast was the Premier League, 30 years of the Premier League. And Navdeep... I can't believe we didn't mention this. Navdeep pointed out that we didn't mention Brian Dean scoring the first ever Premier League goal. Yeah, I think it certainly should have got a, an honourable mention. Um, I mean, I, if I'm honest, I forgot that. That's the truth. But I did I did try and stay away from some of the Sheffield United-specific stuff. Um, we also got, I think it was Matt who sent us the, mm. uh, the Villa goal that wasn't a goal where apparently the goal line technology wasn't turned on. Did we ever get an explanation for why why that didn't happen? They kind of just swept under the carpet, didn't they? It said the, the angle occluded... <laughs> The uh, yeah, so basically sort of obstructed where they they couldn't see. It's nonsense. Yeah, they didn't. Oh, just I mean, that, this season. That was a shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a shocking moment, uh, particularly as a Sheffield United fan. The the relegation was a shocking one, but I, I tried to keep it away from sort of mm. too yeah. much Sheffield United specific stuff. But fair play to Nav because I, I had forgotten Brian Dean scored the opening goal. So yeah, good uh, good mention that one. Uh, Nadeep also, slight correction, the Premier League era, ITV always used to show a league match between Man United and Liverpool in September. Uh, the Sunday coverage started in late late October. So it's still ridiculous that. You get 17 games or whatever it was a, a season. Hmm. That's all you got. Uh, and also another game from Nadeep, which I meant to bring this up, I did have some notes. Uh, a few weeks before the Kevin Keegan ran, the famous Kevin Keegan ran, Ron Atkinson going to an argument with Richard Keyes about Coventry's league performances and Big Ron ended up throwing his headphones on the floor and walking off. Have you seen this? It vaguely rings a bell and I think someone had commented saying is when he said you're playing with little toys or something. It... I think I've got a clip for it here actually. Um, so this is Ron Atkinson. Uh, furious with Richard Keyes. Bottom line is you've lost, you're running out of time, you're below the drop line. Where next for Coventry City? How Tot- can you get out of it? Tottenham on Sunday, Saturday. That's That's next. That's next. But you have to show, surely, don't you, a little bit more than there was evident tonight. You may say that. We don't think so, you know, Richard. I'm sorry. You can sit there and look and play with all your silly machines as much as you like. I'm manager of a football team. I've been an experienced manager. Yeah, if the boys haven't done enough, I'll whip them. I ain't whipping them for that tonight. Who won the Man of the Match award? Dave Besant won the Man of the Match Oh, sorry. So he must have played not bad then. Thank you very much, lads. See you later. Okay, Ron. Well, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, no, I was aware of it. I, I, I didn't remember it, actually, uh, live live and lewd. JP uh, said, forget the Premier League. By far and away, the most shocking moment in the entire four series of Living With Maidley is your admission of your Manchester United fandom. Can this world plummet any lower? I, I did yeah. think that, obviously, you're not giving any background to that, so you just sort of announced yourself as a Man United fan. And got the fuck well, out no, no, I'm a Sheffield United fan, but as yeah, I said, yeah, 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 yeah. My, my dad's a Man United fan, so... I've and it's all right. Thought, all these people think your dad's a glory hunter. He's Irish, and he's fine, isn't it, for the Irish? Well, uh, when he when he uh, came across here, they, they weren't the biggest team, so he, he didn't pick the biggest team. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I stand by it. I can't do anything about it. I've grown up watching Man United. I'm, you know, I'm sorry to say, but that's that's the deal. That's the I've deal experienced the glory, and now now I'm experiencing down bit. But yeah, it's that, it's that old thing though, where 
I don't like when people say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah, I do kind of support Man United unless they play Sheffield United, in which case I hope they lose 10 0. Or unless they're in, if they're in a game of which the result affects Sheffield United, I would like him to lose. I, I am a Sheffield United fan. I'm, I'm defending myself yeah. too much, aren't I? Yeah, he said, no, no, honestly, honestly. I mean, you must have had a double, but that season Sheffield United got relegated under Warnock, where Man United needed to beat West Ham and we needed to beat Wigan. We both yeah. lost, and Sheffield United ended up going down. So that's a double blow. It's both your fault. Almost, I'm gonna have to prove. I'm gonna have to do a howl now and uh, have loads of Sheffield United shirts behind me for the next recording. <laughs> <aren't I>? Yeah, <laughs> come next week's episode. We'll do a live recording. You in loads of blades gear, like, like face paint on and everything. <laughs> Rattled. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for all your comments and stuff and uh, uh, and for listening again. Can I uh, can I level with you? I, th- I thought there'd be more feedback actually on that one. Yeah, there wasn't as much feedback as there has been in recent weeks. I think we must have, must have just done that much of a good job. To be fair, Matt did also mention uh, the uh, Suarez bite in Ivanovic, which yeah, I think yeah. had shocking moments, but I didn't use. And the uh, Sunderland beach ball goal against Liverpool. Yeah, I don't think it was Premier League, was it? What was the game where Man City had a shot that hit a balloon and didn't go in? That was Sheffield United again, yeah. That was, was that a Cup? FA Cup, yeah, FA Cup. Brian yeah, Robson, she can't mention that. Win. Big Brian Rob, do you, do you want to really? But I'll tell you what was brilliant about that though, by the way. Do you remember? Because obviously City sing Blue Moon. Weren't yeah. we singing Balloon Moon? Yeah, I imagine that. Moon. Yeah, no, no, that did happen. Blue Balloon Moon. moon. <laughs> yeah, do you want to mention a couple of things here that I want you to, to chant along here? Do you remember the Brian Robson chant that you made up uh, when uh, you became Sheffield United manager? Yeah. Didn't make any sense to you, manager, was it? When Brian Robson goes bob, bob, bobbing along. Yeah, that's one of them. Um, yeah. They'll um, be. What was it? Gotcha. I can't remember the next I bit. I can't remember the but I remember Brian Robson goes bob, bob, bobbing It was Christmas themed, though, weren't it? Because I, yeah. they were coming up to Christmas and I thought, oh, we should get a festive Brian Robson chant going. <laughs> Fortunately, it didn't kick up. That didn't start. Another one of your songs was when we had Keith Curl and you sang Keith, oh, Keith, Keith oh, Curl. I want to be. be. A key curl. Curl. Yeah. Don't make any sense again. And uh, that reminds me of the one that our mate Brendan made up. Remember when he went, knowing me, knowing you, ha ha, we are going to beat you. <laughs> any any club could sing that. I love the aha. I was like, I was he said, it he said can you imagine back at Copple, like, oh, okay, aha. And then another, another kid I spoke to for ages, Rich met him when he used to sing. Pesky Salido, he gets the ball and he kicks it in the goal. Pesky Salido, he, he is, is the man, man of the mouth. Yeah, yeah, all oh, good. There's, yeah. there's other clubs that have killed for these. We shouldn't be putting them out there. I know, yeah. It's amazing that United didn't start them off, isn't it? I mean, I can't believe they never got going on the cop, though. Especially knowing me, knowing you. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, the only thing I'd say, like my own feedback on our Premier League 30 years episode, I, I, I think we went a bit route one. And, and that's not to say there's anything wrong with that. I think they were our most memorable moments. That were our uh, that were our uh, homage to Sheffield United, just going route one. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I was looking for a clip. because obviously Ben had um, Paul... Uh, I uh, remember you got pushed over. Paul Alcock. Paul Alcock. Yeah. I was looking for a clip for that to drop in there, and they've all got sort of music in the background that I found, so I didn't play it. But I found a cartoon where he gets pushed, and he then stumbles back through various scenes of Premier League history, and it's pretty much everything we mentioned. So I kind of <laughs> thought, all oh, right, we. But you know, they, 
I suppose there's a reason why they're the most memorable to not just us to everybody. But that's the thing. We could have we could have played it cool. It could have been really cool. So what's my shocking moment? Oh, I don't know. Remember when Middlesbrough did this against Coventry? You know what I mean? But that's not, we're, we're people pleasers. Yeah, we went we went for the obvious and. I mean, to be fair, they were. They were genuine. So, you know, if you don't like it, that's get, on, it. get on your bike. A couple of last bits of feedback, by the way, because uh, these have come through on the email. So I don't know if you've had a chance to check these yet. No. Um, the aforementioned Mr. Ene has sent us a recommendation for an episode we are going to do, actually. And he sent us a couple of clips. So marvellous stuff. And uh, Amy has messaged us just to say that off the back of our episode, she watched the one documentary and it's changed her opinion of him. So... One small step at a time, we're, we're turning the world to, like, Warnock again. Fuck um, you now. Yeah, once we get Ben on board, then I think we've... we've yeah, he's going to be the hardest obstacle, but... He's the one. Once, once we've turned Ben, we're gonna, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> and also, she's uh, she said she's looking forward to seeing what we thought of Maidley on Have I Got News For You. What a bloke. And, yeah, I think that, as you mentioned earlier, I think he, he actually was that sort of professional and... He didn't, he didn't make any gaffes, did he? So we haven't really... Had I, I saw someone on, someone on Twitter say... Uh, everyone on uh, uh, on Twitter were like sort of waiting for oh I'm gonna hate Maidley but he didn't do anything whatsoever to me I don't think he's hateable at all he's a fucking you know what I mean he's, he's I can understand why people don't agree with him or but yeah brilliant great man. man great show great man great man great dog anyway Liam you've got next week's episode which I have no idea what it is because we got it sent by an email you've told me um, oh, yeah. I've got it on my sleeve. Insisted. You insisted that we do it. Well, no, I just think it's an easy one. Not a lot of research. It's a doco, so we can go through it. Anyone else yeah, can watch yeah. it as well. So it's Confessions of an Alien Ab- Abductee. We've got a link to it that he sent us, which is on uh, www.offthefence.com. So mm-hmm. it is on there. I'm not sure if it's on YouTube, to be quite honest. But I had a quick flick through it. I definitely think there's an episode in it. Um, it was shown on Channel 4 in 2013. So if you want to watch it first, uh, I'll try and drop a link in the this episode, this midweek, so it'll be there. Uh, but again, if you go to that offthefence.com, hopefully you can find it on there if you do want to watch it. Yeah. And uh, bizarrely brilliant is how Lee's referenced it. So, yeah, let's see. Let's see what we think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I know nothing about it. I'm quite interested in, in stuff that I've never seen before. Um, do you believe in aliens? Uh, yeah. Yeah, why not? Living with Made If uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us, send us anything. Find us on Twitter at livingwithmade1. Or you can send us an email at livingwithmadely at outlook.com. Living with Made